0: Welcome to a LearnToLearn.org podcast. We are here to support your learning, taking off the limits that we have accrued to our learning and adding in those ingredients that we've learned from world-class learners that have made them the best so that we can each update our own programming and become the best learners that we can be. We're really glad that you're here to share some time with us. We hope that this brings you exactly what you need today to better engage in your life and your learning. Today, we're going to explore with you something called cognitive distancing. So. Fancy title, what it means is our ability to step back from whatever it is that we're experiencing and how we're experiencing it. So an example of this would be, let's say we're learning a new subject and we feel bound up around it. Somehow it's not going well. And we start to form a point of view that says, well, this is difficult, I'm not good at this, whatever. Our ability to step back and look at it as though we're seeing it from the point of view of somebody outside of the situation. Maybe we imagine a passerby or somebody that's sitting across the room or just from any other point of view, and we look at it from that much more objective perspective. That process is cognitive distancing. So we just want to think of it as stepping back, stepping out of the situation, taking a fresh point of view. Now, if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, and we've been doing it for quite a while now, you'll know that one of the most fundamental principles that we engage in here is that our self-concept around learning or around applying ourselves, or around engaging in life in any kind of a way, that that self-concept is essential, that that self-concept becomes the viewpoint, the filter that we organize our perception through, that we organize our response to whatever it is we're engaging in through, that that self concept is the matrix, if you will, that really in many ways determines our outcome. When that self concept is first forming or anywhere along the way, if it's not working for us, if we Again, simply step back, step out of that, and look at what it is we're engaging in from a very different point of view. So let's use one of our very common experiences here, because so many people have issues with math, unfortunately. But since many do, mostly because it's not presented well, it's not taught well we begin to form this notion of, well, this is too hard. I don't understand it. I'm not good at this. I'd rather do anything else. If we step back out of all of that, we shed that, we take it off. and We look at it from a fresh point of view of, this is just something to learn. And there are people that learn it readily, that learn it easily. So my experience can't be the only one. I can imagine that, It's something unique to me, that it's something about my brain and how my brain processes. But as you know from our many podcasts, that is just conditioning. Our brains inherently have tremendous capacity, and certainly the capacity to, in this case, learn math or whatever else it is that we might be wanting to learn, that it is probably the way our attention is fixated that is in the way. The problem, if there is one, is likely how we're using our brain. It's likely the filters that we're operating out of, the belief systems that we're operating out of. We get into one way of approaching something, one way of thinking about it, one way of viewing how to do this math that we're talking about. And our approach so often is if it's not working, either I just quit. Or I use that same approach, but just push it harder. It's much like, you know, if communicating, if talking to somebody doesn't work, maybe if I get louder about it, if I get more insistent, if I yell at them, if I amplify, of course, rarely does that ever work. Well, in a certain sense, we're doing often the same kind of approach because we get fixated on that way of doing it. So when we just step back, take a very different point of view, and just take some time there, pause, and think about this. Okay, from over here, from this other person's point of view, from the point of view of across the room, or wherever we go to, we go and imagine ourselves on a mountaintop looking down on the whole situation, we start to see that there are other choices that there are other very creative ways of coming at this, and that freezes up. Now let's take a minute and think about the research that's available on cognitive distancing. What they have found is that when people engaged in this, they were consistently more likely to choose an option that had a higher expected reward And they were more able to handle negative feedback, to see where they were off, and to utilize this. To quote some of the research, they say We found evidence that compared to control participants, participants practicing cognitive distancing had higher negative learning rates, which means that they more quickly replaced old information about the value of certain choices with new information. When that information was negative. In other words, when they found that it was incorrect or it wasn't working. The research continues, quoting This is counterintuitive, given we would expect biases towards negative information to be associated with poorer mental health. However, in the context of our experiment, this was not associated with worse performance. In fact, those in the distancing group, on average, performed better in the task. End quote. So even in the hard research, we find that this is very helpful. A different way to think about it is by distancing, by stepping back. It gives the brain a chance to reset. This is a lot like if we were running a maze and we ran into a dead end, and we could just step back, step out of the maze, look at the whole thing and go, oh, I see. There are other choices. And then we can step back in and run it in a different way. This frees the brain from fixating and gives it a whole range of choices that it might not otherwise have. So simple to do. We see this all the time in our interactions with other people. If the interaction starts to go awry and we just keep pushing forward, so often it goes more and more awry. But if we can stop, if we can step back, if we can look at it from another point of view, we'll often see, oh, I interpreted these things incorrectly, or there are other choices, or there are other ways to understand what's going on. And in doing that, our response becomes much more fluid. And we're able to engage in new ways, maybe ways that work better. If those don't work better, we step back again, we look at it again, and with that newer perspective, we come at it again. So this makes it very easy. All of us, all of us have that capacity readily to step back out of whatever it is we're engaged in, whatever it is we're trying to learn, and take a minute and look at it in this fresh way. And that changes everything. That frees us to, you know, learn readily. And it also frees us to change our concept that we're beginning to lock into and go, wait a minute, there's another way. There's a different concept that I can have about myself, that I can have about what it is I'm learning, what it is I'm engaging in. And implement that kind of a choice. Really simple, really powerful, and something that we can employ over and over again, anytime, anywhere, readily. So try it out, see what happens for you, and we're sure that this is going to up-level your learning and up-level your engagement in life, and in that, up-level your success. Thank you for listening. Our purpose is supporting your capacity to learn and to attain all that you can imagine. We hope you use the perspectives and exercises that we have shared. Feel free to send us questions, ideas, experiences that might benefit our listeners via learntolearn.org, learntolear Finally, Please help others by sharing our link with your friends, family, and other loved ones. Since how you learn is how you live.